rolling, right? Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 553, Feb 5, 2021. Man, we hit a nice streak in 2005. It was 51 degrees on this day, and it was 27 below in 1979. And just for my own amusement, I note that it's also uh, the record high around these parts was 51 degrees on Feb 6. But that was in 1925. Hmm. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Just an additional note on the weather, for my amusement. It's uh, news all over the nation, apparently, that Chicago uh, might uh, endure its longest stretch of cold weather this city has ever seen. Oh, uh, 7 to 10 days, bringing the temperature highs under 20 degrees, wind chill values below zero. It's already underway. Uh, they're worried that uh, the high Saturday can only be 12 degrees. We're very hysterical about that. Uh, but I tried to find a sense when, and we learned from NBC that the last time uh, the area stayed at 18 degrees or below for nine straight days was Feb 2007, should this last 12 days, it would tie for the longest cold stretch since 1958. Hmm. More again for my amusement that just tells me that in my lifetime, nature has not changed one bit. Hmm. Not one bit. It just kind of cycles back over, doesn't it? It really does, man. It does. It does. It really does. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> 553, huh? Okay, I did some homework today. About time. Yeah, well, let's go. What have you been doing? Considering that I have to do it all, because you guys won't. Under that makes, our direction. That makes one of four of us. Well, it's noted that uh, there was a great piece by Kim Voss in the Tribune today why she's no longer a police officer, and it's, it should be read oh, by everyone. I it's did read that already. looking at that. Yeah. 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 By the way, and this then, was sent to us by a number of people, including my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Retired Elio. Mm-hmm. Uh I also note that we're we're learning that the Minneapolis Police Department is down 200 officers yep. from its normal staffing. This is according to the mayor. Uh, Fry said the department is down to roughly 640 sworn available officers, which is 200 fewer than the same time in 2019. Chief Madaria Arredondo joined Fry at a public health and safety committee meeting where they presented a resolution to free up funding. They they uh, temporarily set aside for recruit classes. The rate of attrition has made planning and staffing more challenging amid a tumultuous time, Fry said. We've had to make hard decisions to shift resources to patrol and investigative work. Uh, He asked the committee to free up funding. In other words, he's talking to city council. He asked the committee to free up funding in an effort to stabilize and continue shifting the department by adding new officers. This comes after city council members proposed a new charter amendment that would restructure the police department they'd still have policemen but they would not call it the police department and that way as adult children they can delude themselves right Uh, they want to call it the department of public safety and remove a quota for the amount of city officers all right so now i go back to yesterday let's go back to yesterday when we learned 
that a group in Washington, D.C. has sent $500,000 to some political activists in Minneapolis, presumably to be used to compel voters to believe that Minneapolis does not need a police department. So Fry is, a, is between a rock and a hard place here. Uh, he's trying to convince people who don't want police to free up about $6.5 million to add police. On top of that, you had Walls the other day saying, I need $35 million for law enforcement in the event the uh, trial of Derek Chauvin goes south and civil unrest develops. All the while, while national money is flowing into Minneapolis in the political fight over defunding the police department. Mm-hmm. So the, the five hundred grand came from the Open Society Policy Center, based in Washington, D.C. The Open Society Foundation, founded by George Soros, are the world's largest private funder of independent groups working for justice, democratic governance, and human rights. We provide thousands of grants every year through a network of national and regional foundations and offices funding a vast array of projects, many of them now shaped by the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. George Soros is the founder and chair. He began this in 1979. Uh, So it's been around a long, long time. And we learn now that they are uh, here. We believe that the solutions to the national, regional, and global challenges we face demand the free exchange of ideas and thought and that everyone should have a voice in shaping the policies. Uh, Therefore, we work to bring uh, vibrant and inclusive societies grounded in respect for human rights and the rule of law whose governments are accountable and open to the participation of all people. And yet they want to help defund the police. So let me, I puzzled over this. Uh, What what are we going to find here? Uh, We're going to find that... uh, Democracy in an open society means that government should be changed periodically. And then, now, where did this money go? This money, the 500 grand, went to, uh, uh, yes, for Minneapolis. Let's go there. Uh, just a minute. It's, I'm going to be doing this on the computer, so you'll have to have some patience. We are. Uh, I'm waiting patiently. <laughs> I will tell you this in this my friend at the airport ran into a St. Paul cop who has been on the force for many, 30 years, whatever it is. Mm. And he said, there is going to be a mass exodus uh, in St. Paul. He could not speak for Minneapolis, but he said. Ahead of Chauvin. The uh, Chauvin trial. These guys just don't want to. Well, just in general, in the next, oh. in the next couple of years because of the current status of what's going on. Well, I got a question. Why don't more African-American youth become cops Stable, good pay, great benefits. You're in your neighborhood. You're not going to uh, uh, randomly pick out white people and kill them, which is what they're accused of now. I don't understand that. That's, it's, a, it's a good, well-paying job. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand that. The uh, Open Society in Washington, D.C. sent a half million to, among other groups in Minneapolis, a group called Yes for Minneapolis which is a C3 and C4 campaign with the purpose to advocate and educate on alternative safety strategies within the municipal context and build community partnerships to execute those strategies. The Yes for Minneapolis campaign manager is anchored by leading from Reclaim the Block and Black Visions, but reports to the campaign steering committee consisting of local, national, and state-based entities and supports the coalition as a whole. So then you go to what's Black Visions. Let's look that up. Mm -hmm. That's also a Minneapolis group. Black 
Visions. If I could type, we'd go a lot faster. Black Visions. We click on that and we learn that, uh, let's go to home. Uh, About us. Let's go to home. There we go. Mm -hmm. Wah, wah, wah. Believing in the inherent worth of all black people, black visions create spaces that conjure possibilities of change and growth, which is gibberish. Uh, it deepens our practice of resilience and move toward greater integrity. We organize to shape decisions for ourselves and our community. We do this by building visionary, strategic, and sustainable movements led by the black, queer, and trans folks that can hold all of us. We know that blackness is expansive and our work must reflect this clarity. To honor this, knowing we strive to build relationships. And it goes on to say that uh, we're, we're dreaming of uh, transformation, radically transforming ourselves and our world. And it goes on and on and on with language that is clearly uh, practiced by people who have studied how to write grants and, and end up getting money from the likes of the free uh, policy, what's it called? The Open Society Policy Center. It would be my suspicion and interpretation of looking at the websites of these various groups that this money will be used to disabuse voters in Minneapolis of the idea that they need an actual police force. They, they don't want a police force. And here, now, so here, this puts the mayor who wants to rerun for office, this puts the mayor in the position of essentially having to negotiate with people to bring to free up some money to hire 200 police officers and he's negotiating with people who are receiving national funding from outfits that are helping people here create a campaign to tell the people of Minneapolis in November vote to defund the police department we're going to rename it the public safety center or whatever it's a but, it's it's it, what is this it's Alice in Wonderland right this is some a conclusion you've reached on your own, though. Yes. Because I'm under the values section of that website, Such. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole, it's some of what you already read, but a whole hell a lot of confusing circle talk just right. going round and round. And nowhere on this website, it appears to be only three pages home, values, and contact. Does it say what they've done or what, how they're turning this money into action? Well, they haven't you know, done anything. <laughs> right, right. They're going to have a campaign manager. Sure. And okay. what and what the goal of the campaign that's being funded by George Soros and his children, the goal of the campaign is to win a majority of support for a yes vote to change the city charter. The yes for Minneapolis campaign will require extensive community conversation <laughs> and political education to determine what the charter amendment should say. And then they're gonna, they want to pay somebody 80 to 90 grand to head that up. And, and so according to the posting for that job, the campaign manager will work closely with leaders from Reclaim the Block and Black Visions, two groups that led efforts to end the police department last summer. Representatives of those groups uh, would not speak to the Minneapolis Tribune. So here's what Fry needs to do. He's got at least three city council members who are spearheading 
the idea that they're, they, they do not want a police department, or at the very least, wish to call it something else. And don't play Philippe Cunningham, Chris. We've heard it enough. Okay. Uh, Philippe Cunningham, Steve Fletcher, and Jeremy Schroeder. If I was Fry, I'd have my people uh, determine if Philippe Cunningham, Steve Fletcher, and Jeremy Schroeder benefit financially in any way from the arrival of that five hundred thousand dollars, follow yeah. the money. Yeah. Are they, for That's example, yeah. Yeah. are they, for example, members of Reclaim the Block? Are they supporters of Yes for the numeral four Minneapolis? Are they? Is Philippe Cunningham, who is black, is he part of the Black Visions Project? And if so, wouldn't that make the mayor of Minneapolis's job all the more problematic because he is? negotiating specifically with people who are at loggerheads with him. They're at complete odds. They not only don't want to free up money for police, they don't want police. They don't want police. So there's there's your political situation right now in Minneapolis. And I don't know if the Star Tribune is interested enough into diving into this and finding out if Philippe Cunningham, Steve Fletcher, and Jeremy Schroeder, or, or all the rest of them for that matter, and I'm not. I'm not saying they are benefiting financially, but wouldn't it be interesting to find out? Yeah, it really would be interesting. And you got five hundred grand just sent here. Okay, just and, sent here, and to see how willing they are to answer those questions, or are they? Well, we can't hiding behind data privacy or whatever it is. I mean, five hundred grand can uh, that can propel well by the time they get done paying people, though there won't be much left mm. for yard signs. But the point is, that's what the five hundred grand presumably is intended for, and that is to help build the campaign to persuade voters to amend the charter to reimagine police departments. You need a sign. Well, I get you a sign. Right, so I, but I'm, the I'm charter commission, the charter commission suit could step in and change all of this and curb the council's power and grant more to the mayor. Right? Well, I'm not sure the charter commission can overrule uh, a ballot decision by the voters. Yeah, if they, if this successfully know. gets to the ballot, right. uh, I'm not sure the charter commission has the authority to say, uh, "Never mind, voters, we're not buying what you just voted for." No, I, right. I think it would become what the voters have demanded. So so I think what everyone needs to be alert to in Minneapolis, if they care, and I'm beginning to think most people in Minneapolis probably don't, uh, what you need to be aware of is that you've got a mayor at least, at least mouthing the opinion that he needs more police. But he's up against a city council that doesn't want police, and he's up against community activist groups that have successfully... Uh, curried the favor of the Free Society Policy Center in Washington, D.C., to the tune of just having gotten uh, 500 grand from them. The Open Society Policy Center, which is a George Soros and his children uh, operated. Right. You know, and the more I read the value section of the uh, Black Visions, is that what mm -hmm. it's called? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm seeing nothing but good here. From what I can understand, but like, like I said, there's a lot of doublespeak and there's a lot of stuff I don't understand. They're not talking here. I don't see any mention of police forces or uh, getting rid of the police or anything like that. Um, Let's look up I, rec I, Reclaim the Block. All right. 
Here we go. We're going to get the block back. Let's go. Because <laughs> they're, they're uh, active in the... Let, uh, let me read something to you. Values, black power, building collective power to address the harms of past and present generations is our work. With this power, we believe we can and will influence just global movements of resilience, community action, and possibility. Do you see anything wrong with that? No, because it's meaningless. Vision, casting forward the dream of our black radical ancestors, we weave with them imaginations of future generations. From our visions, we grow black futurities, I don't know that word. Futurities. Yeah, that are healing and liberated. Okay, maybe I I can help you. Maybe I can help you. Okay. Uh, Also involved, presumably with the ability to touch the 500 grand, is something called Reclaim the Block. Reclaim the Block began in 2018 and organizes Minneapolis community and city council members to move money from the police department into other areas of the city's budget that truly promote community health and safety. Let me stop right there. It's because they don't believe police promote health and community safety. We believe health, safety, and resiliency exist without police of any kind. We organize, oh. we organize oh. around policies that strengthen community-led safety initiatives and reduce reliance on police departments. Oh. We do not believe that increased regulation of or public engagement with the police will lead to safer communities as community testimony and documented police conduct suggest otherwise. So there's, your, there's what you're up to. Wow. Uh, the, Joe, the exact opposite has been playing out since... Uh, Memorial Day. I know, which is why I continue to engage in this topic, to point out the tremendous problems that exist in Minneapolis. You've got a mayor, however sincerely or insincerely, saying the right things. I need more police. You've got the governor of the state of Minnesota saying, in the event of trouble in the Chauvin trial, I need $35 million for additional law enforcement. And yet you've got the George Soros group and his contacts in Minneapolis working feverishly to campaign this November to defund the police department. And the taxpayers of Minnesota have every right in the world to say, why in the hell do I have to back, why the hell do I have to bail out Minneapolis? They screwed it up. It's their problem. Why does some guy in, you know, Wadena have to realize that a lot of his tax money is going to be going to, uh, to solving public safety problems in Minneapolis that are wholly created by the city council? I used to say, and believe me, I get an earful of that every day, unsolicited, but I used to say because the state's greater economy revolves around the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true anymore, is it? Well, I don't, I don't even mean to go down the tax rabbit hole. I'm, I'm merely suggesting that Minneapolis has created this problem for itself, and they're, they're at odds the mayor's office is at odds with the city council. The city council being bolstered with outside money and community activist groups who will be more than willing to create and participate in the voting campaign the closer we get to November to get rid of the police. They won't succeed, by the way. They won't succeed. They can't succeed. Soros has been doing this... Soros has been doing this since 1979, and no police departments have been disbanded. 
you're both wrong. They've already succeeded. What did Kim's letter say? What, what, what was the number you quoted earlier? Two hundred officers. Two hundred officers. Yeah. They're go. They 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 are succeeding. They're well, they're just taking the end around. Right. Right. Well, what does that say about replacements? Who are they going to replace them with? The top recruits, or do you have to uh, the holistic? Remember, we want to go holistic too. Hey, um, Tim, don't. Make sure you don't rob that bank. Don't carjack that car. I think I found the replacement. A gun full of dynamite? What are we going to do? That's what it sounds like. (laughs) I wish it would. But it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting (laughs) that you have negotiators at the table who have completely opposite visions of what should happen. Completely. You don't want the clip? I don't. Okay. I don't. I'm tired of that nutcase. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But Joe, you're right, and you've said this for a long time. They need to worry about fire trucks, uh, lights, um, all that in infrastructure, streets, sidewalks, <laughs> yep. sewers, uh, and uh, full disclosure: as of uh, 10 a.m. this morning, I, I don't have a horse uh, in the race. So, if, oh, uh, congratulations! If I act like I don't care. Uh, it's probably because guess what. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> well, well, consider this. Uh, if, make, if, uh, make me care, open, Joe. Make me care. If the Open Society Policy Center, George Soros, sent 500 grand to Minneapolis, it seems reasonable to suspect that they've also sent 500 grand to Portland, Seattle, L.A., yeah. New York, Chicago, That's, where yep. you will find... Uh, yep. more than willing act- activist groups to take the money and uh, hire a campaign manager and put together a campaign to tell the citizens of Portland, we don't want police. In That's fact, enough to make me care. You're turning it into a national movement. What is a national movement? It, it has to be. Correct. In right. fact, he's back be. in. <clears throat> Rook, you'll be, you'll be happy hey to know that um, before the program started, um, you know how your guy is a little, has a little trouble with math? Yeah. Kenny and I were trying to explain to Joe how a buyer's market is not good for someone selling a house. Yeah. yeah. Right. He couldn't no, quite he grasp couldn't that quite, concept. Yeah, I, had I had to run the numbers. I had to run the numbers. He couldn't connect Zero those dots. Percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to run the numbers. Kicking tires at the Audi dealership, and the guy comes up, hey, you like that one? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run the numbers. And the guy goes, or, it's zero percent interest. There's no numbers to run. How Kenny went from being a millionaire to owning a stick of gum. Here you go, huh? <laughs> In four easy club. math steps. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to own something, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep that in mind, uh, Minneapolitans. Uh, keep in mind that what's really taking place is a lot of machinations behind the scenes. And that those machinations are being well, well funded by the disruptors of conventional American society, chiefly George Soros. So what you're told, you know, in your daily newspaper, you got to really take it apart, go in and look at it. Who are the players? What are they up to? And you'll discover that what's in play is the elimination of police based on the belief that police are the problem, not the behavior of human beings. Machination sounds like a Radar O'Reilly fan club. <laughs> Machinations. No, it's, it's not Radar O'Reilly. Father Mulcahy? No, no. Hawkeye? Yeah. Hot lips. Look at this. Uh, Such, Such. Uh, so I Googled why George Soros, because I just don't get it. 
Here's one of them. George Soros, godfather of the left. Here's another one. BB from the BBC. Why is billionaire George Soros a boogeyman for a boogeyman for the hard right? Uh, Forbes, the troubling truth about the obsession with George Soros. Five, here's Washington, well, Washington Post, we can discount this. Five myths about George Soros. Uh, so everything I'm finding here seems to, just from the screaming headlines, defend what George Soros is doing. Right, because he fits the narrative of what news gathering has become. Okay, then my next question, why can't George Soros get any traction? You said he's been doing this since 79. This is his his baby. Is, is, a, is it a silver he, lining? He, he, he has gotten traction. Let's let's look at uh, oh, district attorneys, county attorneys, city attorneys who are lowering mm, okay. uh, crime consequences. You know, you can now rob a house if nobody's in it. Uh, look at what's look what's happened in Seattle with the poverty defense. And that's got the okay of a city attorney. And, and Soros has funded many of these. And in Seattle, now there's a poverty defense. If you commit a crime, you will be looked at in terms of whether you needed to because you don't have any money. Mm. I still, I, I, well, and I admittedly have not read copious amounts of material about George Soros, but I still don't get at what's in it for this 90-year-old fart to... Uh, destroy the country. I just, I, you know, and I suppose his defenders would say, well, he's not destroying the country. He's bringing about more liberty and truth. Okay, okay, but I guess I'm just an old guy who still thinks police are important. You old school are you? Yeah, I'm an old school guy. I think cops are important. I don't even know how you can run a civil society without them. And therein lies the key to maybe understanding what Soros is up to. Does he not want a civil society? Does he sincerely believe? I don't know, I don't know man. Uh, uh, I, I'm reading this BBP, uh, BBC piece, and all it does is paint anybody who questions George Soros into a far right-wing conspiracy weirdo. You're not even allowed to ask about him, and you're considered a far-right nut job. Just by Googling that, you're probably on a list, well, Sandra Kenny. Right, right, right. Well, I'm, I, we're in GL, and we're not going to be canceled, so... But it sure it sure makes getting to the bottom of something difficult. Mm -hmm. I'd start with this uh, in Minneapolis. I would start with wondering if Schroeder, Fletcher, and uh, Cunningham have any financial consequences of attempting to defund the police. Any beneficial yeah. financial yeah. consequences? Yeah. Well, didn't we bring that up yesterday? Yeah, mm -hmm. some enterprising reporter in one of mm -hmm. the papers. Uh, I think it's more apt to happen with your paper than it is the Star Tribune. Because, Fry, you're sitting across the table from people who will not abide by what you're attempting to bring about. You want more money for more cops? They're getting funded to get rid of cops. That's a big problem. Hmm. And, of course, if Alpha News looks into it, it'll immediately be discounted because it's coming from the right. Well, the Center for the American Experiment might look at it. It shouldn't be discounted because it's coming from the right. It's, it shouldn't be discounted. I don't think anything we've said today has anything to do with being right or left. It has to do with seeking the truth. Yeah. Yep. I think most rational people would prefer the police. I don't, I'm beginning to wonder about the electorate in, in Minneapolis. Uh, yeah. Do uh. they, are they prepared to live in a city where crime is decriminalized and police are fewer? 
the truth, like the center, is becoming more and more difficult to find. What's the round and around the falconer, blah, blah, blah. Round and round the widening gyre, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. The center yep. is not holding. Slouching yep. towards Bethlehem. Nor is the truth. They're still kicking off great deals. Our friends at EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake, right on Highway 61, kicking off great deals. You know what, right now? What is it? Right now, you got the cold stretch, right? Yep. What a better time to warm yourself up by going to EcoFund Motorsports, picking out your electric bike you're going to ride this summer. It'll give you a warm feeling. Those Bentelli e-bikes, they've got a really great variety of them. The gas-powered scooters that turn every errand into an urban adventure. They've got a full line of youth recreational equipment, ATVs and snowmobiles, full line of Yamaha products. Wonderful, wonderful equipment. Great service. Tim and Kayla know everything about these bikes. She's a superstar. They fly her around the country to give lectures on Bintelli e-bikes. They're all available at EcoFun, including helmets, apparel, service. And uh, when you call there, you're going to talk to a human being. Stop probably, the presses. Probably stop Tim. the presses. Whoop, whoop, all right, whoop. stop. I got stop. you. I always like to check on their social media, and this is their Instagram page. There's a great picture of a couple. Terry and Corey are huge Garage Logic podcast fans and could not wait to take advantage of our preseason sale. They picked out two Bentelli electric bikes to ride around the bike trails in Bloomington this summer. All Thanks right. again for your business and for supporting Garage Logic. Now, really Wonderful. Quick, really quick. Yeah. Full disclosure, rookie. Yeah. Don't lie. What was the previous thing you were looking on Instagram? Uh, it was uh, food related. <laughs> and then I saw EcoFun. Savoy Pizza's got some thing where they're putting them. Uh, EcoFun Motorsports Joe. in Forest <laughs> Lake. 612-321-8867. Tim Bloom himself will probably answer. EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61. University of Garage Logic 98. College of Self-Esteem. Zip. Nada. Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Is this Kansas? Who is this? This is Dylan Height. It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's stop seafoam. right there. Oh, are you talking about seafoam? Yeah, yeah. I got a great note from Mariska in Duluth, who knew fondly the founder of seafoam. Nice, Fred oh. Fandre. He founded seafoam in 1942. When, as he yeah. put it. He wanted to spend more time fishing than fixing the boat motor because of fuel issues. Ain't oh, that okay. the truth? Was Fred ahead <laughs> of the curve? So it was invented out of necessity. Yes. He was in the petroleum sales business, and he dreamed up this wonderful elixir. A great mind. Yep. And now there is an actual seafoam fuel treatment for marine engines. And I've got a few cans of them, and uh, yeah, they're all going to be drained this summer when I fire up the boat engine. So that's awesome. Is that the one where the dude is frustrated because he has to do the the pull string? What was his name, Such Mister? Uh, what are you talking Mr. about? The the can that, that cartoon on the can that we found. I'll look it up. Mr. You keep oh, doing it, uh, Mister Spotter 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 Spider Spider. 
Yeah, something like that. So here's the experiment my kid and I are working on right now. It's kind of an extended seafoam experiment with a dual-stage blower. He picked it up for next to nothing. It runs great, but probably needs a new carb or at least a good bench cleaning because, and this will drive you crazy, Joe, it only runs on full choke. I hate or, when that happens. Or sh- I should say, it did only run on full choke. It had a half a tank in it, so I dumped in about a quarter can, whatever I had left in a can. Uh, ran it for about 10 minutes, was able to turn it down to three-quarters choke, and then I, I left town, came back a week later, drained the entire gas can, added fresh gas, and an entire can of sea foam. Ran it for about 15 minutes. I've got it down to running on half choke, but now it's in his possession. Uh, so the sea foam, what he needs is a big snowfall, guys, so he can run that baby hard mm. and let the sea foam do its stuff. And I'm going to keep everybody posted on that. And oh, by the way, that sea foam that I picked up down in Minneapolis, right there at the n- nearby convenience store, it's so simple. It's everywhere. Uh, and it's available nationally, globally, you name it, you can find it. If you can buy a candy bar, you can buy a can of seafoam. It keeps small engines and their tiny little nuisance carbs clean. It also works in the oil to clean your cylinders and rings. You can dump it right in the oil filler cap, Rook, if you know where that is. Thank you, know. Uh, but it really makes carburetors and injectors happy. The mileage on my truck is already improved after using only two cans. Uh, it's a wonderful product. Like Such coined, it's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam. You guys are all aware of the, uh, the elimination of the Ford Motor Plant in Highland Park. Sure. Yes. And how it's 120 acres, which is about the size of a typical golf course, and how the plans called for uh, tremendous amounts of mixed use housing. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pride in living in common bond communities uh, will be starting their uh, construction, and there'll be market rate apartments. Now, Euphoria. but I'm. There was but, a lot of euphorian talk. You're right, Kenny. That's what that's what the painting they were picture, the picture they were painting. Okay, but in today's Pioneer Press, yeah. there is a map of the uh, of the area, and we learn. And I'm very confused about this. We learn that there are going to be uh, lot lots for sale for four hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Oh. To one point one five million dollars, oh. and that translates to finished one to six unit homes ranging from one point three million to three million, said oh. real estate agent Jim Siebold. So, in other words, there's 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 property set aside for. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty mansions that get the riverfront. Mississippi River Boulevard would still be in front of them, but... Gonna cost you an arm and a leg. Well, what happened to the Euphorian plans? Yeah, I mean, I hate to sound, there. I hate no, to sound like a bleeding-heart yeah. liberal, but is this just another example of the rich winning? Is this just another example of money talks and sure go build your market rate apartment in the meantime get out of my way here because i'm going to build a two million dollar house with a carriage facility attached to it this was the plan all along i gotta think so kenny i think so yeah 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 and you think they're going to put affordable living right on the riverfront give me a break no not not when they can get the taxes out of the mansions come on Well, who's gonna who, who would do this because 
you're not going to have the privacy that you would expect with most million dollar plus homes right you're you're going to be in the middle of a development that's going to include lunds and byerleys and mixed use housing and side by sides and market rate apartments and what have you you're going to be disabused of even owning a car to get in and out of there who in the hell is going to buy this well and it says here will high-end buyers really bite during a recession and a pandemic. The $1 million plus market for sales in 2020 is one of the best there ever was, Seabold said, the realtor. We think the continued low interest rates in the stock market doing well translate into upper bracket home sales. In the 30-year history of Edina, for instance, there's been 33 home sales over $3 million, and eight of them sold last year. Don't forget about the lack of trees, though, Joe. If you, if you buy a nice piece of property and you're putting a nice house on it, you want some mature trees. That's all going to be open land on that side now. Well, they're going to have to oh, obviously plant I'm, trees. I'm seeing the back lots behind the, you know, the first main row of nice big mansions. <laughs> the back lots are going to be a nice two, maybe priced three quarters to half of what the front lots are. But then I'm seeing a gate on each end. Sorry, boys. I'm are seeing really? a, a gated Ooh. community to keep us out. <laughs> well, us Joe, the riffraff that live in normal neighborhoods. Won't the development of this really depend on whether it's a buyer's or seller's market, though? Tell me about that. Well, yeah, apparently, apparently, that. apparently not. Apparently, this fellow from Edina Realty <laughs> believes that high-end sales have never been higher. Oh, okay. And, and now you got Presbyterian Homes is going to be in there with senior living, uh, commercial uh, properties. Uh, I don't know that that would appeal to me if I had that where, kind of uh, money. <laughs> where, where can I pull my trailer? Where, where can I uh, yeah, exactly. put but, that baby up on blocks and take the wheels off? Okay, so but, you know what they must be counting on? Location, location, location. But literally, you are running out of real estate after that first bank on River Boulevard. You're inching your way up to Lunds pretty darn quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, I don't know how many, like Kenny yeah, said. That first, that first curve right there, right, Rook? Right. That, that, but that first ring you're talking about, the first ring of lots, then the second ring, you're running, yeah. you can't do four or five unless they're right. extremely small lots. It also looks like a Boland will run now all the way down to the river. And it looks oh, like uh, really. It looks like uh, there's a new street co- going to be called Village Way. It looks like Montreal will now run all the way down to the river, and these high-priced homes, these high-priced homes would start at Boland, not Ford Parkway. Okay, they would start oh. at Boland, not Ford and, and Parkway. Okay. And go south or go, go south? Go south. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- are they actually going to put some riffraff down by the river, Ford, in the parkway? No, it looks like uh, the riffraff is going to be kept behind the Hoi Polois. So, Boland, what you're talking about is where the Little League fields start. Uh, and because no, that next no, door would no, be Montreal no, if you're no, going south. No, the Little League fields would be at the foot of Montreal, which currently ends at the Little League fields. Correct, oh, but Boland, right. Boland would be uh, Hillcrest, closer to St. Leo's, right? Hillcrest, Boland, Beechwood, uh, Hillcrest, Boland, Beechwood, Saunders, Rome. Oh no, Boland is blocks north of Montreal, blocks north of Montreal. Hmm. But if they're going to say Boland is going all the way through, 
Is, is, is Boland border St. Leo's? Or, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, you okay. guys are getting way too inside baseball. Well, no, we're, we're just, just trying to think. It is too inside. My point, my, my only uh, curiosity was uh, this thing was really touted as the savior for the middle class. Yeah. And, and, Surv- and, a survey here, folks. Well, you three, what would, you, what would be the rent for you to pay for something called affordable housing? Let's go with an efficiency-style apartment in a brand-new building. What are you willing to pay? I, I can't relate to that question. You know, in 2020? Yeah. Uh, what should it be, or what do I think it is? What, no, what, what should it be? In your mind, what should it be? Affordable housing for an efficiency. Grand, right? And brand, yeah, I'm thinking about thousand dollars. I was thinking twelve. Yeah, it's eighteen hundred and up. Wow. My yeah. kids started looking at some of these places they threw up in Hiawatha next to uh, the train tracks. They are there. The affordable housing, not affordable by Wait, a long Those shot. units go for eighteen hundred yeah. a piece. Yeah. That's yeah. an efficient those that's brand a mortgage new, payment. Those brand you guys want to go get boxes? Uh, let's go get Patrick. You think please. so? Is it yeah. time? Okay. Sports, Super Bowl, the whole thing. <laughs> yes, sir. Why is my phone not ringing? I've got a buddy, Bob, who has three New Year's resolutions every year, and truth be told, he rarely succeeds at accomplishing his goals. He's not alone, by the way. Only 10% of us do accomplish our New Year's resolution. Then it hit me. Bob should call the Canopy Group. Why? Bob wants to read more, and I'm not going to be able to read to him. Bob wants to lose 20 pounds, and I'm sure not the guy to help him with that. But I can help him with his third resolution, and that is to save money. How's he going to do? that by handing this resolution over to the 30 professionals at the Canopy Group. They will help Bob save money on his home and auto insurance and have better coverage at the same time. Their 16 companies assure Bob's success, not only just this year, but they will do this for Bob every year to be sure he has the best coverage at the best price. New clients save more than $800 annually. Hand your New Year's resolution over to the Canopy Group and be part of the 10% with good old Bob who succeeds Succeed in accomplishing at least one of their New Year's resolutions. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. All you bobs out there, get with it. 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Jesus. What was that? (coughs) You know, usually when I say, are you ready? I was getting ready. (laughs) Okay, I got you. Wow. You got a spit can for that thing? Oh, no, no. Roycey? Yes, sir. What's up? I listened to Monday Night Sports Talk, and that was the most brilliant 45 minutes of radio I have ever heard. I cannot tell you how much I respect you for finding the remote and not saying anything anything about it that was so stoic and so mature and now you've got that one that's ammo in your pocket here kenny i had great fear though because my uh wife's son was communicating with her the other day about and he said uh something about her getting her vaccine you know and yeah, and she said, "How did you know about the vaccine?" Oh, oh no, oh no! I, so I had to fess up that it was on the podcast, and there was great fear that she might listen to it, but it didn't oh. happen. <laughs> and she, she didn't want to go that far and listen, Ooh. right? There was the picture, fear she might listen. <laughs> Roycey, no. the picture in my mind that you painted with you two 
arguing under your breath while waiting in line for the shot. I can't tell you how that filled my heart with joy. I just can't even tell you. Yeah, and it wasn't even that far under the breath, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to tell well, you Well, speaking of that, Kenny, since you did listen to Monday Night Sports Talk, do you want Rookie to tell that stoplight joke again? No. No, that, that was the worst joke I've ever heard. Uh, hey, but Pat. Rookie did tell yes, some good Joe. stories about his family. Did you know that yes. the uh, Did you know that the 1992 Super Bowl was played at the Metrodome? Of course, you knew that, Pat. I think Pat? I just lost him because he is currently trying to call my cell phone. Do you I, know that they needed a do-over on the kickoff for that Super Bowl to start it? I don't remember that. I don't remember it no. either. Because the TV audience was still seeing commercials when the ball was kicked. A referee had to inform those in the Metrodome the ball was kicked before television released the game. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I, you'd think you would remember something that, I mean, that would be something to hang on to. Do you remember that, Joe, or no? Did you read that? that? I, was do, the game I, where, I was there, and I don't remember. That was the game where Thurman Thomas lost his helmet and couldn't start the game. For the, this for is the from Buffalo Tim, Bills. sent me some Super Bowl nuggets. Remember, we used to be the nugget team. Oh, teams. I love nuggets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the 1992 Super Bowl featured the only non-football athletes ever to perform at halftime. Olympic skaters Brian Boitano and Dorothy Hamill, and they skated on sheets of Teflon. Oh. You're kidding me. Yeah, and didn't wow. we have like a bad, like a, a, a snowman for the mascot? Well, oh, Matt, awful. it's interesting that you, that you wonder. Is Pat still with us? <laughs> hey, Pat, did you hear about the Super Bowl in 92? I did, I did. That's uh, one of my uh, favorite memories ever was running into Jerry Burns at the Super Bowl party on Friday night uh, when he'd be somewhat over-served. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> got to meet Mrs. Ricey and told her that while I was a long C-word, <laughs> there were worse long C-words in the Twin Cities. When his foot was, uh, shoe was coming off, up the line screen, we were hard to take time out. We had a f***ing trap play called, and, and, and his, his f***ing shoe comes off. And, and the bride said, well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, do you know that the opening kickoff in that Super Bowl had to be redone because TV audience was still seeing commercials, and the referee had to say the ball was kicked before television released the game. They had to do it uh, over. I, yes, I now remember that. I certainly didn't remember it off the top of my head, but I do I do remember the big buildup. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all you had to know about the power of television, right? Uh, yeah. What if Who somebody would... had brought it? What if somebody had brought it back for a touchdown? Yeah. <laughs> oh, said, oh, wow. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Buffalo and Washington? Yep. Buffalo yeah. and uh, Washington. Was that the that was the was that the last of the Bills uh, four losses? No, because uh, they lost two more to the Cowboys after that. That was only oh, their oh, second right. loss. That was only their second. That's the one they should have won. They should have. If you can't beat Mark Rippon with uh, Jim Kelly, you got issues. But Joe Gibbs was a great coach man he was unbelievable i, was, I believe spend. there was a big snowstorm that night too yeah right right yeah, i mean we, yeah. we thought we were heading heading for like the the first one in detroit the pontiac, pontiac silverdome where the right. teams almost didn't get there because right. of the ice storm but we didn't really get it that bad that everybody was able to get there we got it pretty good but not terrible but wouldn't have been great if the roof had come down that day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, Do you know who was in attendance at that Super Bowl? 
the celebrity, the uh, apparently the biggest celebrity at the game was none other Liberace. Liberace. than Donald Trump and his then wife Marla Maples. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Here we go. That non-reveal anything Marla signed had to be the greatest ever. The uh, the this deal, you know, in a in a in a divorce settlement because she never says a word about what a jackass he is. Right, right, <laughs> right. She just right. she just stays quiet and keeps getting her check. Supposedly. I think you're looking for the term non-disclosure statement. Non-disclosure, that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But She's happy with the pool boy, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just keeping her quiet. Check. Yeah, and, and the chick. Does she have the? Does she have the chubby daughter that Don doesn't like? That oh yes, Don sad never yes. Oh, sad. Which one is no. she? A big girl? Tabitha? Ch- or what is she? Uh, Joe. No. Joe. No, no, I'll Joe find okay, out. Okay, but she's not. You know, Don. She's not. He's. She must not be Don's version of a Tiffany of a, of a gorgeous of a gorgeous woman. So all, Don never mentioned. All, all the good you guys did on Monday Night Sports Talk was yeah. just erased in the last thirty seconds. That's kind of our style, <laughs> right? Jeez. <laughs> One step wow. forward, two steps back, Kenny. Wow. Right. <laughs> Tiffany is 27 years old. We don't see much of her, do we? She just didn't. She just get engaged to some foreign billionaire. Uh, good for her. Yeah. Partner Ross Mechanic, 2015 to 2018, and now she is engaged to Michael Bulos. B o u l o s. Yeah. Hey, who's the yeah. halftime? Uh, entertainment this year. I the, don't even know. The weekend is performing at halftime oh, in Tampa. God Almighty! Who? The weekend, Pat. Yeah, what, but who's performing? I know it's this what? weekend. What's your favorite song by The Weekend? Yeah, the well, it's The Weekend. Yeah, who's performing though? <laughs> okay, Evan, we know it's on Ella. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, who's performing? Yeah, Abbott, yeah, I know. <laughs> and he's he's in the, he'll, 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 be, quarter, so. he'll be in the stands performing. Because they can't hire oh, the big true. crew to drag the stage out. That's true. I didn't even think yeah. of that. Yeah. Okay, is this one person or several? <laughs> <laughs> you would think if it's the whole weekend, there'd be a the lot whole. of guys. It's the weekend. <laughs> As a guy that uh, would frequently work at the nightclubs on the weekend, uh, the weekend attracts the, uh, the, the good-looking young crowd, Patrick. I'm going to pull up what their ensemble is. I believe it is just... Is it just two guys? Is it just a guy? I think it might be just one guy. And what is he singing? What 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 about heartbreak? Like, what genre of music? I think we're talking rap, Patrick. No, it's it's more it's more contemporary top forty KS ninety five ish style music. I got oh, a KS ninety five mask. Do you? No, no, that's that's a different ninety five. Never mind. He's a thirty year old named Abel Maconan Tesfaya. He's a Canadian oh, yeah. singer. Well, I'm glad he's not a baseball player, and I have to try to spell his name. That would be uh, right. Uh, what do you I think the heard... plans are, Fat? What do you think the plans are for the Wild, other than to be told you're not going to do anything that we tell you you're going to do something? What the hell? Well, hey, they got how many? The NFL, NHL's got three shut down. If people don't think the bubble works, last year, two bubbles, no positive tests. Right. Now they have, right now, they've had 100 positive deaths. Right now they got 40 players who aren't playing, and they got three teams that aren't playing. Colorado so, just got shut down. Yeah, because of us, probably. Yes, huh? yeah. yeah. We, uh, we went out and infected them. Plus, I uh, think the bubble's really good for sports talk, only because then we can get the random NBA player going to the strip club for wings right. when he sneaks out of the bubble. Yeah, but some wings. The NBA, they, that guy went for the wings. They 
wouldn't let him come back for two weeks. And they had no positive tests in their bubble either. Now, uh, yeah. there might have been some testing of visitors to make sure, but, uh, uh, you know, they didn't have any positive tests either. But the NHL, you know, the NHL's got – the NBA, you're trying to keep track of, what, 15 people. Uh, in, in the in, in the NHL, you had 30 of them to worry about. So mm-hmm. the odds are – it is amazing, though, that the NHL, NFL has made it to the finish line here without uh, losing a game. They did, you know, have to play some on Wednesdays and Tuesdays and stuff, and, and they made some teams play without a quarterback. But they uh, they made it to the finish line. It's incredible. Although, did you hear the, the news out of Kansas City? Uh, the, what? The, what? the team Barber tested positive for COVID after he had administered after he had cut two players' hair, and Mahomes was apparently next in line to get Ooh. his hair cut, and the barber tested positive. Is there a These guys can grow here? anal no. horns right now. They could grow anal horns, and that, <laughs> that game will be played Sunday. Okay. Well, the game will be played Sunday, but uh, yeah, you know what? You know what I don't agree with? Here we go. Sports teams that have to fly in the barber. Yeah, give them yeah. these lousy haircuts. Floyd, right. we're sending you to uh, Miami. <laughs> yeah, <Floyd>. right. <laughs> nice. I don't think it's most Floyd. Of them, no? Most of them are doing a little the glasses fade around the side of the hairdo or something. Like what kind of fade would you Come like? On. This is I from the fellas. USA Today. This is uh, one o'clock this morning. The Chiefs were forced to halt team haircuts after the barber tested positive for COVID nineteen. Wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> That's a hardship right there. They will not to be able to personally express themselves. I have uh, I've had uh, two haircuts in the uh, in the COVID era, and uh, we were he was masked up, I was masked up, and apparently no ill effects. So, mm-hmm. uh, are you having any Ill, are you having any ill effects from your vaccine? Oh, I don't think I could have thrown my natural curveball the first day. Yeah. The shoulder was a little sore. Yeah. The shoulder and the bicep. I don't think I would have had my usual velocity. Yeah. But uh, since then, it's been uh, absolutely fine. Do you know uh, what kind you got? Do you know what kind you yeah, got? Yeah, I got the uh, Pfizer. Oh. The cold stuff. I said, give me the cold stuff. So they yeah. gave it to me. The, the, yeah. the, I like the 125 below one, right? Yeah. Are you sure your yeah, shoulder wasn't hurt because of the fact that you were opening drawers looking for remotes? Most of the morning. <laughs> no, that that crisis has, uh, okay. has uh, come and gone, and uh, everything's gone. Although we we do have coming up the the uh, the, the Friday every other Friday two hour uh, time spent together. We got we got to figure out a way to kill two hours every together. You look forward to that, do you? <laughs> what what is the occasion on that on That's those days? Uh, that is when uh, that is when uh, we. Come over and the people come over and tidy up the home. So, oh, well, that's right. right. You got to get out of the house. Right. Yeah, I would consider just firing them. We have two slovenly people. That's uh, that's the problem. So, fellas, I've got a quote here from uh, the weekend regarding um, a special guest. Like last year, hmm. J Lo had Shakira on, and he was asked by sportscaster Kay uh, Adams of the NH uh, NFL Network. Uh, if he was going to be having any special guests. His quote, I've been reading a lot of rumors. I wouldn't bet on it. There wasn't any room to fit in the narrative in the story I was telling in the performance. Ah. So there will be no special guests. I just love that quote. 
Now, is this one of those deals where he has to pay them? Does he pay the NFL? Or does he just do it? Yeah, I just think they go unpaid. Yeah, they go unpaid. Yeah. Uh, You know that uh, I believe, Kenny, you were there the first time we ever did the morning show, and I had Dez on to... uh, be our yeah. entertainment, and I asked her yeah. about Shakara. Who was who's this Shakara? I was trying to attract that young hip audience. Uh, how about the Shakara? She's the one that shakes everything. I said, you know. Yes, she does. And didn't didn't Des drop some shock radio on us that morning? She, she sure said, does. "Oh, yeah." She, she said <laughs> something right that required us hitting the delay yeah. button. Yeah, right. Which was fantastic. So. Uh, uh, Anyway, Back. yeah, that was it. Every time I hear her, I uh, think of that. So I don't know what to do with the Wild, and uh, and unfortunately, our basketball teams continue to play. If they could, we we pretty much hoping for both those teams to get the COVID, so they don't have to play anymore. <laughs> the way these the way these guys can urinate away games, they they ought to all get. God. It know. is dreadful. They're neither of them are any good. God, they're awful. They don't yeah. know how to finish. No. They don't know how to finish. The Timberwolves the other day. I hate this ESPN. You know the the percentage chance of victory thing that they do all the time. But allegedly, in the fourth quarter, the Timberwolves had a ninety-seven point eight chance of oh, winning wow. the game, and they wow. managed to lose. God, are they terrible? Well, that's admirable. They're, they're just unbelievable. The way okay, pick me, uh, pick me the winner Sunday before we I, go here. I, I hate to say this, but I don't think that the uh, that the Chiefs are going to be able to block those two defensive ends I'm with, with their you. best tackle hurt in Remmers. I'm picking the Bucks by a field goal. That, All right. that means I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm going with Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's written one. in stone now. Yep. <laughs> Kenny, you were in Vegas with me when we had Buffalo, and we got out to that 14-0 lead against Dallas, baby. We didn't know where we were going to be spending our money, and uh, ended up losing 50 to 20 or something like that. I'm pretty sure I was a blackout at that stage because I don't remember that at all. Oh, I watched that. I watched that. Surprisingly, I watched it. I watched that Super Bowl the first half at Leroy's Sportsbook, where the number of teeth in human beings was similar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now now that you said that, I do remember. Leroy's. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Leroy's. That was a place for the of the people. That's for sure. So. That's where you keep your money in the front pocket. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where you might buy the guy. And even if you're not drinking, you might buy the guy sitting next to you a drink. He looks like he could use it. You know, he really nope. does. So. And a few tips on a couple of dental uh, offices. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll review the game Monday, son. All right, we'll see you. Goodbye. All right, very see good. Thank you. I hope Thank his two you. hours go well. I forgot to wish I, him. I remember what Des said, though. Uh, I do, She too. said, Rock out with your swimsuit unit out. Yep. And we all and looked we, at each uh, other and went, what did she just whoa, say? Yes. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. I don't think so she'd say that on her station. Kevin writes, I'm getting caught up on the podcast, and I believe on Monday's show, Rook mentioned he would cook all three meatloaves from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats and cut them into squares with toothpicks. He's doing it all wrong. Of course. My plan is to travel to Hugo this Saturday. Hopefully, Reavers won't beat me there. I'm going to get all three meatloafs. What are the names of them again? The Meatloaf, 
the Town Ball Meatloaf, and the Minnesota Meatloaf. Then I'm going to cook all three on Super Bowl Sunday and cut them all into thick slices. Now that's doing it right. Quick suggestion, when you buy all three and cook all three, we, we may refer to it as a triple play. Now go to this spot. Take care, Kevin McDonald. He's talking about Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo Sounds on Highway 61. Program director. Where you get the uh, where you get the brats and the tomahawk steaks and the burgers and the jerky and the seasoning yeah. and the meatloaf and the double smoked bacon and the ham and the whole deal that that's your entertainment go to place for the Super Bowl. Even if you're not having anybody over, you still got to eat. So you might as well get the good stuff at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Also, all the different kinds of bones they got to make soup, uh, bones that I don't understand. Hocking uh, hocks and. Uh, what do you call them? Oxtails, oh. beef shanks, smoked oh. and fresh pork hocks, smoked and shank, smoked ham shanks, and pork could, neck bones. Could just say soup bones. They got soup oh. bones. Man, they got soup bones, and it's just fantastic. That's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61 in Hugo. Win Valentine's Day with the Minnesotan. Great gifts that they will love to wear for him and for her. Wonderful nostalgic tributes to the favorite bar, high school, neighborhood, a hat collection like no other. You know, a guy can never have too many hats. Stylish athleisure wear. Athleisure wear. That's a brand new word. I love it. For her, that's what you call it when she wears good stuff. Joggers, hoodies, zips, windbreakers, and more for her. On-the-go lifestyle, the Minnesotan pairs up with that. Gift boxes with gift delivery worldwide at theminnesotan.com or visit their flagship store in downtown White Bear Lake, which is extremely charming, and they're open seven days a week. Can't make it there? Use code GL for free shipping to your front door. That's how they do. The Minnesotan ships worldwide daily and offers curbside pickup as well. Theminnesotan.com. Tell them the Garage Logic gang sent you. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Hey, Joe. Yes, sir. Uh, do you want to entertain a phone call? Uh, with with some trepidation, I do. Is it uh, is it uh, the guy from? Is it Rick? No, nope. from from Harlingen. Rick is not checking in, but our uh, but our buddy Gil, Gil. Uh, oh, decided God. to call in. All right, uh, Gil. Gil? Yeah, are you there, guys? Yes. Are you there, guys? Okay, yes. Pat, I tell you, Patrick, I was 92 in a Super Bowl. Pat's, Pat's no. The, the birdie, uh, birdie, the Sanders pickets. The ones that the lady made? Gil? Pat is yeah. no longer on the line with us. Hey, Pat, how you doing? It's too cold outside today. You don't, you could have a Super Bowl outside today, huh? No, Pat, he's, uh, he's Gil. Not, he's, yeah, Pat, Pat is no. Pat? Pat, Pat's segment is completed. Where did he go? He hung up the phone. Did he go for a walk with his wife for two hours? Yes. Okay, that means he's getting his house cleaned. Yes. I know the ladies that clean the house. Oh, you do? Yeah, you know what they do? No. They, uh, no. The, 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 the DA, she, uh, she tries to clean up before we, they even come over. Yeah. Which doesn't make no sense to me. Gil, what can we do for you? Joe, it's, uh, it's tough. I lost my job at the bank uh, during this COVID. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's really sad. I, I liked the job. It was a good job. I, I, did, uh, I thought I did pretty good at the job, but I, but I lost it. 
What was why? the job, Gil? You want to know why I lost the job? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes. please. Yeah, well, please. the lady come in. The lady come in. Uh, Mabel come in and she said, uh, "Will you check my balance?" So I pushed her over. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> okay. She did a different balance. She didn't want to talk uh, like this. Yeah. Ain't it good? Uh, are you going to watch the game tomorrow? Yes, but no, uh, Sunday. 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 Sunday, oh, Sunday, yeah, because it's they don't play Saturday, but they're going to be on Sunday. Yes, I'm going to watch the commercial. Yes, you know that one with the guy that's he's the the, the horse. That's that's no. Budweiser. They're not advertising this year. Oh no, they're not. But uh, but there are people that do, do good advertising on that Super Bowl. I sit around and we laugh, we chuckle up a storm. It's a good time. Uh, well, good, Gil. Thank you very much. And you hear the one about the priest and the rabbi and the giraffe? Priest, what? the rabbi, and the giraffe? Yeah. Oh, no, it takes too long to tell. It's like the giraffe's neck. Hang oh. up the phone. Hang up the phone. Oh, and then I was outside yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And I was shoveling the walk with uh, with Abel. Who? Abel. Yeah. Yeah, Abel, yeah. Yeah, and so he's trying to put out the starter of the... Uh, what do you call the clogger? The snowblower? Snowblower, that's what it is. So yep. he started doing it, and it don't start, so he puts uh, he puts some of that foam in there. Sea yeah. foam. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. Yep. I see the foam. He put, I see the foam, it. he puts it right in there, it starts right up. Yep. How much of a story is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you want Gil endorsing sea foam or not. <laughs> well, he's using well, I a know them all. I go to get the Yosota style. I go to the Minnesota. I go to all those places. Okay. All right. Well, that's okay. Well, thank you, Gil. Okay. But I've got all nothing right. to do now that I don't have no more job. Yeah. Well, you push some lady over to check her balance. But now I understand what it is. She wanted to know how much money she had in the account. That I that's told right. Her, I, you told me to check the balance. Yeah. yeah. All right, Gil. Seven, thank you. I got seventeen dollars right now. I'm getting the package right now. Hey, okay. Hey, good. Yeah. Okay, Gil. Yeah. What just happened? The UN has reappointed billionaire Michael Bloomberg to be their special envoy to engage governments and businesses in tackling the threat of global warming. So we got another guy like Kerry who's going to fly around in his fleet of private jets and tell us what we're going to do. Unbelievable. Tell us how we're doing it wrong. Yeah. If you yeah. offset your carbon, yeah. it's the only choice for somebody like me who very is important. traveling the world to win this battle. Uh, I negotiated the Paris Accords uh, for the United States. Yep. Did a hell of a job. this fight yeah. for years. I negotiated yeah. with President Xi to bring President Xi to the table so we oh, could yeah. get Paris. That and, sounds uh, old. I believe the time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. I have to fly to meet with people and get That's things right. done. But That's what I'm understandable. doing almost full time is working to win like the battle King. of climate change. Mm-hmm. And yes. in the end, uh, if I offset and contribute my life to do this, uh, I'm not going to be put on the defensive. Real quick, uh, you said, how many nominees do we have so far for 2021 in the Groeny Awards? Uh, at least three. He's okay. one of them. Because the other one is Cunningham, correct? With yeah, the he's one. And then that gal who... Uh, uh, thinks Bernie represented white privilege by wearing mittens. Oh, that's right, but we don't have audio of that one. No, okay, that, no that, that's what it was. All right, yeah, that's right. Got it. Yeah. We've had this before, but everybody keeps wanting me to remind us that uh, because of the pandemic, uh, 
temperatures in places in eastern U.S., Russia, and China were as half to two-thirds of a degree warmer because we're not putting enough pollution into the air, which normally cools the atmosphere. <laughs> Jeez. So what the hell is it going to be like when we're all electric? We can't win. You can't win. It's just You just can't win. It's all B as in B, S as in S, and I really, really wouldn't worry about it. I really wouldn't worry about it. I want to tell you about Red Savoy in time for Super Bowl weekend. Mm. Such. Ordered what? it last night. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We did. First of all, their app, I'm not, no joke, their app is amazing. Uh, download the app. Yep. It's super convenient, and it's you, you place your order, 20 minutes, it's ready. It's fantastic. Well, let me tell you something else about the app, GLers. It's for you. That's how you get the free wings with yes. any large pizza. You can't walk in and get them without already being on the app because uh, it's a special offer. They're going to go the extra mile for you. So right now, you can get an order of free bone-in or boneless wings with a purchase of any large pizza. To take advantage of this Red Savoy GL special, visit SavoyPizza.com or go on the Savoy app to build the pizza you want. Add an order of wings to your order and use the promo code GL at checkout. You're getting the wings. You're getting the wings In fact, for free. Uh, I or so I did that very thing. Oh, look. Uh, and I got the the Parmesan, the Parmesan garlic uh, oh. wings, and they were oh. fantastic. Oh. They were so good. Gonna... But remember, GLers, it's an online offer only. Yep. Go give Red Savoy a try and enjoy an order of free wings on them on Reds, the original recipe since 1965. Minnesota style. What uh, uh, store did you use, Reeves? Uh, Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie? Yep. Because uh, they're in Apple Valley, Blaine, Burnsville, Egan, Eden Prairie, Edina, Hugo, Lakeville, uh, opening soon, Osseo, Roseville, St. Louis Park, St. Paul on White Bear Avenue, downtown St. Paul, St. Paul on Snelling, Madness Heights in Woodbury. So right now, Big, large pizza, you design your own. They're throwing in the wings, but you got to do that online only because it's a GL treat. It just isn't for anybody walking in off the street. They won't be able to do it. That's not how this free offer has been built. Red Savoy, it's all over the metro. You're going to love it. Rookie, do us the I'm, I'm honor. I'm going to do it. I'm going to open the pull tabs. I t- I'm excited. I hope it's like a million dollars. And I got a pull tab with my large pizza last night, and I let the boys rip her open. So with each large pizza, you get a pull tab. You also get a pull tab. Rookie's going to do the honors for us today oh i'm not a winner but you are a winner every time you order red savoy's pizza he's doing the ad now interesting yeah party time oh yeah finally thank god today let's do it Boy, is it ever. And let's give a quick shout-out to our friends at Harmony Spirits. HarmonySpirits.net. Make sure you sign up for that monthly newsletter, which makes you eligible to be drawn for a free bottle of Harmony Spirits every single month. And it's free, free, free. Nice. By the way, uh, I mentioned this earlier in the week. I cannot wait to try the Garage Logic Manhattan with Harmony Spirits oh, at 30 Bales baby. in downtown Hopkins. I don't have a date yet on which that will be ready, but Todd did did say that he will let me know as soon as that concoction is ready to go. But boy, how about some uh, barrel got, strength bourbon? What, what do you mean, Reavers? I'm not sure. No, no, no. I, I'm not sure when they're going to have it on the menu. Is I guess what I'm trying to say. 
because uh, he did say he wanted to get, but he wanted the mayor's approval. So I said, yeah, go ahead and do it. Right. Um, well, so acting yeah. as the mayor. Right. <laughs> um, I'm sitting, and it's capped. It has not been uh, tapped yet. Uh, rum. Ooh. I've got a full bottle of uh, Harmony Spirits rum, nice. and I have that barrel strength that I have not touched That yet. barrel strength was open at my house over the weekend. Uh, the uh, the bride's <laughs> family came for Christmas. Oh, okay. And so I was sharing it Finally, with you, the family. It's really nice that you stayed home, number one, said, and the family was there. Where's the rest of it? I said, in my belly. Uncle Bob over there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, HarmonySpirits.net. Uh, please stop in at their tasting room also and let them know that uh, the folks from Garage Logic sent you. And Joe, before I uh, transition back to you, you have a correction to make to uh, Mr. Rookie, by the way. All right. All right. Oh. Uh, earlier in the program, uh, we heard from the former president talking about MASH. Machination. Machination. And you had said uh, Radar O'Reilly would not qualify. Au contraire. Uh, actor Gary Berghoff did play Corporal Walter Radar O'Reilly in the hit series MASH. So you owe well, him who, an apology. Well, what made you that? think I doubted that? You said you said no, that's not him. When when the president No, I meant I meant that that Radar would not have said such a thing. Oh I knew I knew who Radar was. Okay, gotcha. Probably probably Frank. Gotcha. You know the behind the scenes story is uh, that he was actually a creep. And nobody on the set really liked him. Oh, so he was have. Chevy Chase? Well, it's because he could always predict stuff. That's why. They hated him. He could always knew it was coming. <laughs> Choppers are coming. They can't hear him. He's got the paperwork for, uh, what, what was his, uh, the colonel? I would have punched only, him in the face. Only. <laughs> only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Pumalanga, South Africa, from mm-hmm. Tom Lyman. This is dreadful. So we won't end on this note. We'll end oh, up okay. with something else. On this date in 1924, 41 iron ore miners drowned or were fatally buried in mud, and seven more escaped by climbing a ladder during the Milford Mine Disaster, which occurred north of Crosby in the Cuyuna Range in northern Minnesota, when a nearby lake suddenly emptied into an underground mining operation. A county inspector who had visited the mine the week before the accident would later state that every precaution had been taken and that the flooding was unavoidable. Wow. Gosh, what I had a, never heard of that before. Me either. Heavy loss. I have never land. heard of the Milford Mine Disaster. What, it sounds what year horrible. again, Joe? What year? 1924. Wow. Feb 5, 1924. More Super Bowl nuggets. Oh, you're the nugget master. I'm going to look and see what date. From Tim. Go ahead. Uh, it must have been one of the worst halftime shows. It was. In it was the history bad. Of, it was called the Winter Wonderland. Yeah, stupid. It featured a Frosty the Snowman rap dance called Do the Frosty and a performance by Gloria Estefan. The 1980 Miracle on Ice hockey team was there along with 75 people rollerblading. There were dance teams and color guards from high schools in St. Cloud, Wyzetta, Bloomington, North High, Irondale, and more. In all, over 2,000 people performed, but they definitely had a theme problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did. Even in 1992, figure skating was considered lame, and the Fox Network exploited that by counter-programming a live episode of In Living Color. It drew 20 million view, 22 million viewers away from the Minneapolis halftime show. Then the NFL got the hint, and the following year they quashed all counter-programming efforts by coaxing a single superstar to perform. Anyone remembers who that would have been in 1993? Uh, the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Michael Jackson. He began oh, his halftime right. show in 1993 by standing perfectly still for the first two minutes of a 12-minute performance. Because that was at the uh, the Rose Bowl, was it not? 
That was at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And you know who the coin toss was? No. Orenthal James Simpson. No. Really? Yes. Garth Brooks was the national the anthem. Juice. And then the Juice uh, was there. Oh, uh, but I will tell you this, going back to, uh, where was that other year? 97? No. Uh, what Joe, year? do you know what day that was played on? The 92 Super Bowl? Uh, Saturday night, I believe. No, no, no. I mean, the date. January. I don't. I January don't. 26. 26th. Yeah, I Is that a Sunday? Must have been. I don't yeah. know. Let me call Gil. Yeah. No, he won't know. No, Rookie's talking about how earlier, how much earlier it is than it is now, or was. Well, than it is yeah. Now. Have you heard of the Lindbergh kidnapping? Uh, look no. at what look at when the Stanley, look at the Stanley Cup used to wrap up. I love how you turn it around. You, I love how you turn something around. Your own dumb ignorance now, and now you've turned it around and you've placed it on Rookie's shoulders. You, the Stanley Cup gonna, used to end in April. In April, I didn't know you See? were going to be this good today, Suge. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rookie, what are you making Sunday? That's always a treat to know. <laughs> it's slider day at the Mikulski household, um, isn't it? I'm going to tell you. Uh, I have bacon from Grunhofer's. Nice. Yep. Legit bacon. And I have some beef cocktail wieners. Yep. And I'm wrapping the bacon around the cocktail wieners, and then I'm going to bake them. And Ooh. it is – I've got a, a sauce that I'm going to sprinkle over – they're heavenly. I've ta- I stole this from somebody else, and they Sounds are like a lot of work. Odd, uh, no. I'm what doing time do you right. want us over there? You can come over at two. We start at two. Two rookie. Two. I'm gonna crack open another can of smoked oysters. And God put them on bless it. I, Lord help him. Lord forgive <laughs> him for he knows not what he do. I love smoked oysters. I think they're fascinating. Yeah, but yeah, Kenny but from buys a can? them from the dollar store. You're right. It's like getting a, sh- a steak from the like a shoe art, the tongue of a. Shoe from the you dollar know, store. More importantly, I want to know what's on the menu at Bob's uh, Super Bowl party because I, I heard all about the, oh, uh, the New Year's wait, Eve party. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, I, I, I have it right here because I had to go shop for him the other day. Yes. You want the list? Yeah, yeah. This is your dad? Yeah. Yes, this is legitimately, you guys can attest to this, it is it is his list here. Read it to us. I okay. can't see that. Um, written because he, he doesn't have plain paper. So he writes it out and then takes a picture and sends it to you? Yes, it gets better, though, because three of the items are cut off. You know, he like wants, when he wants something, two of one thing, it's cut off, so I don't know that. But it's written, and I don't, I've never seen him play this game on a cranium piece of paper. So the game cranium, which he'll, he would never frickin' play because he lives alone. Okay, uh, Shredded lettuce. So yep. we're starting out healthy, right? Yep. This is Bob's shopping list. Here we go. Shredded lettuce, two mashed potatoes. Yep. He likes the uh, uh, Bob Evans onion and chive mashed potatoes. Then there's just this brick cheese. Oh, yeah, what? I don't know that. Isn't that like Lando Lakes? The the, yeah. the block. No, that sounds like Kenny cheese. Yeah, yes. Kenny's that's Velveeta. Velveeta. That's, yeah. Velveeta. That's, that's what I. That's what I ended up getting them. And then it's two packs of salami cheese. I had to say, WT, you know what, is salami cheese. You know, it's got the salami and the cheese in it. It comes in a packet. Okay, so I found it. Two boxes of chicken Kiev frozen. Yep. Two boxes of jumbo butterfly shrimp. It's the frozen kind, the breaded kind. Johnsonville Lynx. I mean, we're going heart heavy here. Just brats. And then, I don't know why this, two dozen eggs. You're going to find him face down on a potato. <laughs> 24 eggs. 24. Who in the You're going to find him face down in the yolk. He's having a, a two dozen egg party by himself. Uh. Any, any shrimp dishes. 
Now, do you know what that means? No. That means go to the Michelina aisle and get like <laughs> shrimp with macaroni and cheese or shrimp a la king or something like that. Oh, That's all frozen. Oh what and then, kind of weird orgy is he having? Uh, two, uh, two more items and shepherd's pie. He loves the, you know, like, uh, what is it, the big Ooh, I love Swanson shepherd's, shepherd's pie, yeah. pie or something like that. I'm and with him there. The last item is Hill Brothers Cappuccino Hazelnut. All right. And uh, so that's it, Bob. So if you get invited over to Bob's, you're going to be eating oh, well. Oh, you've been eating a lot of frozen food at Bob's. I've developed a sore on my leg <laughs> the last time I talked to him. <laughs> he has to go to the doctor. I've de- Why don't you just say my leg hurts? I've yeah. developed a sore on my leg. He's so Winona, it's I, not even funny. But I love the day after the New Year's Eve party where he was convinced he had COVID when he called you. Uh, oh my Matt! God. Wait. wait. I've got the COVID. Here. Wait. Does it, let me see if it works. Is it going to work? Yep. Are you going to play us something? I'm not. Hi, Matt. This is a day off. I'm not feeling well at all. I'm completely lost my appetite. Nothing tastes good. I couldn't even drink one of Anakin's. And my back is killing me. And I feel so nauseated. I'm afraid that I may have the virus. I hope he give me a call, please. Oh, and when I called well, him, and thank God he did not have the. He, he did not. I, oh, I walked him off the ledge, but yeah. he, he said to me when he, he calls me, "Drink one Heineken." Yeah. <laughs> what is he, Clem Haskin? I couldn't drink one Heineken. He Heineken's. But when I talked to him on the phone and, and was calming him down, the first thing he said is, "Do you think I should call an ambulance?" I'm like, "No, Dad. They're gonna. You're not. They're not gonna rush you to the hospital." It's because he ate all of what Rookie just said. Right. I this is why. That's this is why, why Dad. You are sicker than a. Oh my God! But he is. I love him. To I death. love tales from Bob. Those well, are my Bob, favorite. you hang in there. He's yep. not the best mask wearer either. It's yeah. kind of like askew. It might be over his eyebrow, but below his mouth. Yeah. He just needs to be. He needs to go to school for that. Uh, I love that man. Oh, oh man, he's fantastic. Hey, how about our YouTube channel, Rook? Uh, how about I, it? I subscribe to the YouTube channel Garage Logic. There is a lot, many videos to look at, and they are as entertaining as uh, my dad Bob is. So check that out. Also, PodMN on your smartphone, PodMN.com on your computer to find out any of the other greatest or maybe some entertaining or some new podcast you want to check out. But on the top of your list each and every time should be Garage Logic. Go KC!